We're continuing our daily Bible reading in 2 Chronicles. We're finishing out the week in chapter 31, where Hezekiah continues the good stuff. He'd, uh, we read about in chapter 30 how he reestablished the Passover celebration. Read about in chapter 29 as he cleans up uh, the temple. And now he continues that cleaning up. Uh, well, he's cleaning up the temple. Um, he's at the Passover, and now he's going to get rid of the false gods, the false uh, altars and, and pillars and asherim and, and high places and things like that where people had worshipped not the true God, but but uh, false gods. And so he makes sure he cleans up um, all of that. And and this is a, a good reminder to us of how we, we need to clean house on, our, on ourselves too. Um, not only can we do we need to be in worship with our God, but we need to look at those false uh, idols in our own life too throughout the week. Um, in, in the rest of our life. We can't just give part of God, give to God part of our life or, or give to him part of our worship. It needs to be 100% whole. First commandment is know the gods before me. And that's what Hezekiah does as he gets rid of, make sure he tears down all of those altars uh, to false gods because he knows that if he doesn't, um, it's going to be a temptation to them. It's kind of like getting rid of all those things that are, that are temptations to us that we know that are and, and realizing that we, we can't keep them around. We can't say, well, I'll just resist the, trend, the temptation. No, we need to get rid of those things. And then after he does that, um, he comes to the people and says, another part of your worship is your offerings, your tithes. And, and, and those offerings, again, not that God needs anything from us, because God owns everything. When we give something to God, it's not like we're giving God something he doesn't have, or, or we're doing a favor for him, and, and, and now he, God has more. God has everything in the end. Offerings are for us. They really are for us. They're good for us. Uh, again, as I said before, to remind us who the giver of all things is, to remind us that we can trust him from day to day, that God has given to us in the past, he'll continue to give to us right now, and then to be a blessing to someone else. Um, Martin Luther said it this way. He said that, that our money is to have wings on it. Now, in, in a sarcastic kind of way, I would say, all of my money has wings on it. It tends to fly out easily in, in paying bills and things like that. But here's what Luther meant is that the money has been flown to us by God. The ability to earn that, the economy that we have, uh, the, the jobs that we're, we're blessed with, um, the, the reward of the, of the hard work that we do, um, that comes to us as a gift from God. Where do we get the ability to be able to do that? Where did our health come from? All those gifts come, everything comes from God. But it's not to stay with us. We're not to be containers of God's blessing, someone once said, but we're to be conduits of it. We're to, we're to receive it, thank God for that, and we don't give away everything, but but God has blessed us with enough that not only are we taken care of, but there's always excess. There's, there's an amount, a proportional amount, um, and that's where the tithe comes in. That's why he says tithe being one-tenth, in other words, proportional giving. So it's not the amount I give, it's how, how have I been blessed, and how can, I, how can I show that blessing in proportion to the way that I've been blessed? So some people will give more, and some people less than others, in proportion to the way that they've been blessed. Um, that they've been blessed. And another interesting principle or important principle is brought up too in verse 5 where it says, the people of Israel gave in abundance the first fruits of grain. In other words, they didn't wait and see what was left over at the end because if we're honest with ourselves, if we wait and give what's left over, it's kind of like closets in your house. The more closets you have, the more things you'll save. And so what we need to do is we need to make sure we recognize a number of things. Our first fruits giving means we pick out ahead of time what we're going to give to God first, and we give it to God. 
um, and we give it that in, in our offering. We do that after we've prioritized everything in our life. We looked at the bills that we have, uh, the expenses that we have, and things like that. But we also include in all of that what we want to give in our offering. And we give that offering first, both out of trust in God that, that when, we, when, we, when we keep him first in our life, the rest is going to be taken care of. Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. And then also by giving first fruits, we're saying, God, you're our priority. First commandment, no other gods before you. And we trust you, God, that you are going to continue to provide for us. Even though sometimes we can't fully see that, it might not make sense to us. It might not work on the spreadsheet um, and, and uh, in the way things work. But this is God. He's not bound to that. How many times haven't you given uh, in a way that, that was uh, uh, maybe even excessive and somehow at the end of the month you still had what you needed? You can't figure that out logically, but yet God says with him, nothing is impossible. Trust him, see if you can outgive him, and watch him bless your faithfulness to him um, in everything. So uh, so we read about that, and what they gave, we see the great example here. So, so think about all the things that... that <laughs> The people of Judah have been through in this time. They've been through battles. They've been through, um, you know, good kings, bad kings. And what do they do when they see things going right? They give an abundance. In the end of verse 10, it says, and they and a large amount was left over. In other words, they, they gave over and above in, in the way that they've been blessed. They gave over and above on what was needed. So what does Hezekiah do? He says, let's be good stewards of this. And so he appoints people to take care of that extra to make sure it's given out proportionally um, and that uh, they they look at what, what the needs are there and they respond in that way. Great um, a great financial planning, great uh, great stewardship of what we have. In other words, we don't just throw money at things. Um, we look and see where, where, that's, where that's most needed and, and we respond in that way. And we end the chapter with this. It says, thus Hezekiah did throughout all Judah and he did what was good and right and faithful. Catch those three words. What well, was good? Uh, God is all about good. God looked at every single day and behold, it was good. In other words, it was good for everyone. What is right? There is a right and a wrong um, when it comes to everything. The wrong way is only going to drag us down. It's going to bring cursing. It's going to bring curses. We're going to curse ourselves by that. But when we do what is right, God's hand is in that. God says both. Um, I will repay if anything wrong is done to you. And, and number two, um, he says, uh, follow my way. And there's great blessings when you follow that way, even though you may not see it right up front. And then faithful means full of faith in God, full of trusting God, full in believing in God, that when God tells us to do something, we know that's the way to follow and that there's going to be blessing involved there. Maybe not all on this earth, many of them not, but heavenly blessings definitely are going to be there. And, uh, and so he's commended for seeking his God. These are the last words. And he did, he did it with all his heart and he prospered. Reminds us the words of Jesus. Love God with what? With all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. Give it all to him. Hey, uh, today is Saturday. We're going to be in God's house tomorrow. Uh, 9 a.m. worship here at St. Paul or live stream if, that, if that's uh, what you need. And, and uh, we'll be there with brothers and sisters in Christ. And God's going to be there waiting for us to give us his gifts. And we have the opportunity to praise and thank him for those gifts and be re-energized again for a week of service to him. So God bless you as you do that.